My name is Brianna, and I welcome you to the Tales of Adventure, a D&D podcast like no other. I'm David Fry, and I play Gob Sunmeadow, halfling monk, Way of the Sun Soul. I am not part of any D&D related projects, but I think with the start of this, I hope that'll change. I'm looking to either start or become part of a podcast or stream sometime. This- oh, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, you can find me on Twitter at DaveOfTheDead13. help but notice you've spent the past 20 or 30 minutes checking on everyone you seem rather cheerful yourself lots of strange things going on yeah there there definitely is i'm hoping to to fix some of that but uh are you doing all right you you don't seem particularly down or anything i'm doing all right i appreciate you asking i'm new to the area i've heard the rumors of pretty people talking about some of the things that are going on, so I figured I would come and check on things, see if I can help in any way. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure this place could get all the help it could get, um, with what, with the, the disappearances, the, what seems like the, the screaming wagons at night. There's a lot of weird things going on, and I think, I think everyone would enjoy a, a nice checkup every now and again. I'm sure they would. What all do you know of what's going on here? I'm Istra, by the way. Forget to introduce myself sometimes. I'm Gob. Gob Sunmeadow. There's a lot of things, and I, I don't know if you would quite believe me if I told you. Trust me, I've probably heard weirder. I may not know the explanation for what's going on, but I've probably heard weirder. Well, there's been reports of a invisible flying monster snatching up people in the middle of the night like i said there's the uh, there's screaming wagons and, and coming off of ships and there's invisible six-armed monsters that kind of protect the duke but i can see them oh it's a long story there's there was some weird black gunk in a in a vial in a, an abandoned fortress that i i had to drink from, and I've been seeing things like that ever since. But they're there, like, they're, they're actually there. I fought them. My friends have fought them. Why did you drink the mysterious gunk out of a, out of a flask? It was part of some thing of the, the group I'm involved in, and I don't, I don't quite remember the reason why uh, we, we thought we had to drink it, but I, I know that I'm I can take a little more damage than the rest of my party in case uh, something went wrong. If something went wrong, I felt I could survive better than they could. Sounds like you've gotten yourself into some interesting situations. Oh yeah, I mean, between punching a warlock off of his own tower and him falling through a portal and jumping off of an airship hundreds of feet in the air. I even punched a dragon 
in its butt and stunned it once. That's impressive. Have you always been trained as a monk? Not always. Uh, it was after kind of a, a dark moment in my life. One of probably two dark moments of my life uh, was the first one. I, uh, I needed a bit of um, it was sunshine, essentially. Uh, I needed a, a light. And I found the Temple of Pelor in the city I was in, and things just kind of went from there. I thought I recognized your outfit. Yeah, I kind of stick out a bit. Uh, it suits you. You're far more cheerful than most of the people I usually talk to. I'm far more cheerful than some of the people I hang out with, too. But, you know, I think everybody needs uh, a light they can look upon. and I don't mind shining brightly for other people. The world needs more light in it, that's for sure. Tell me about it. Imagine there's a fair bit more to your story. I wouldn't mind hearing it. If you have the time, I can get us some drinks. Oh, where do I start? Uh, it's been it's been like a year, I think, ever since all this started. I mean, we started in the town of Corrine and getting trained by this group called the Watchers. And then shortly after, this other group called the Blind Eye attacked the town and pretty much burned it to the ground, but we got away and made our way to another town where we met Lady Countess Gavena, who helped us along and was able to... She was a, a head, a figurehead in, in the Watchers. She was able to teleport us to our next destination, where we met our friend Bruntor, who disguised themselves as a ranger, but they were actually a dragon, and the Dwarven King in, in that area was actually some kind of doppelganger. The real king was brainwashed and oh my there's like i said there's it's been a long time and eventually we stopped some curses affecting our warlock friend all our curses were transferred to her for some reason and then we went to our one of our other friends hometowns our my friend Madurai, where demons were getting summoned and a demon lord was getting resurrected through his father's buried body and then we've had to fight again our my friend Callie's warlock arch rival he turned into a pit fiend and then we beat him and then her patron the queen of air and darkness some kind of archfey I guess tried to take soul as payment because at that point because her pact was up I guess she had agreed to take on this power to defeat her rival, and with him vanquished, there was no reason to keep giving her power, but I guess her wife tried to step in and have her soul taken instead, but our cleric, Ometh, he had struck a deal with his goddess to take the place instead, and the Queen of Air and Darkness was not one to turn down a deal, so that was where we lost Ometh. And then shortly after, Callie, our now ex-warlock, and her wife departed on their own to go live their life. Now, me and Madurai, we're trying to try to finish everything that we, we had started. We've got a couple other friends with us helping us out. And it's it's been... There's so much more that I haven't said. Sounds like you've been on one hell of a road for the past year. 
Well, it feels it feels more about like six months, but due to some weird teleportation magic, time kind of passed as if we had walked from point A to point B, which took up the other six months. But for us, it was in the blink of an eye. We had many, many missed messages from the Countess Gavena, and we had no idea what was going on. Sounds like a faulty transportation spell. Hopefully you didn't miss anything too important. I mean, it was... I'm just glad we had Omith back then, because going from the Dwarven Kingdom to a, a snowy landscape, his specialty was survival. He's the one who made sure that we could get, you know, be okay wherever we were. Shoot, we even made sure we were okay when we got teleported to the Abyss and Pandemonium. How did that happen? My older brother, uh, Habrick, tricked us. I had gotten a letter from him and my younger brother, Robrick, confusing sometimes, but my older brother had sent a letter saying to come back home because it was under attack. My younger brother had sent me a letter at the same time saying home was under attack and to stay away. So needless to say, we went back to my hometown and it was under attack by undead. And that's where I jumped out of the airship. Didn't really hurt at all. You jumped out to join the fight. Yeah, we were supposed to get lowered down pretty close to the ground, but we were getting shot at by skeleton archers and the airship couldn't land. So I want to say the captain said we were about 180 feet up and I needed to make sure my mom was okay. So I jumped. Quite an impressive leap. Not many would have been able to make it out of that unscathed. I think I had a small scrape on my knee when I landed, but I'm pretty good at, with, with heights. My friends were able to uh, have potions of slow fall, or feather fall, rather. I magic too well. Um, but feather fall. Yeah, that one. They were able to jump as well, but they were obviously a little slower. But once I, I found my home burned to the ground and I found drag marks, I ran, I left my I left my party in the dust so to speak following these tracks eventually we got to this cave outside town and my brother revealed that he had been working with Orcus the the demon prince did he ever explain why did not he didn't say why he was working with Orcus last I knew he was an acolyte of Timora but that's when we got sent to the abyss eventually we were able to secure a ferry ride to a ne the next plane in the great wheel omith said it was we were able to get a ride to pandemonium doesn't sound like a rather pleasant place it's not much better than the abyss but turns out we had uh, an item that some kind of magic item that could transport us from plane to plane Eventually, we we able to use it and get uh, a portal back to the Prime Material Plane, but it was like halfway across the world from my hometown where I needed to be. When you returned, what did you see? Uh, well, I actually haven't been back, but after the whole thing with Callie and, and her patron, we went to this small, small merchant town called Hayfield, and Govena had messaged us saying that there was some help there. She she knew somebody uh, that could help us there. And 
I don't think I could have ever predicted it, but we knocked on the door to the address that we had and my mom answered. She had been brought there by my dad, who thought it was a good idea to go on a second honeymoon right before the undead attacked and was staying with my younger brother, Robert. We found it by accident. Good to hear. It was definitely a, a day I won't forget. Looks like fortune smiled on you that day. Natural halfling luck, I guess. Probably. So, what is it you're working towards now? You said you're trying to wrap things up. Well, I, I, I don't know if you were in town when it happened, but the duke, or the new king, I guess, had proclaimed he killed the vile beast that had killed the previous king, a dragon that was dragon friend from earlier in my story. I don't... Our dragon friend didn't kill the king. There was no way. When we were rescuing Gavena in the dungeons beneath this city, we found the king. He had been impaled by some weird stony tentacle. It wasn't a dragon. So we're just... We know the duke is a bad guy. He's He tried to trick my friends Mataida and Esme, brainwashing them with the special necklace he had, almost worked on Mataida. She kind of forgot why she was meeting him in the first place, but he tried to get her to eat this special meat that was prepared for them and come to find out it was people. Disgusting. Whatever would be the point of that? I don't know. I wasn't there, so I, I really couldn't tell you. I just know that if I had known that he tried to get them to eat people before I was following him. I probably would have done something more than just keep an eye on him. I imagine and you would have been justified, though I don't believe his guard would have seen it that way. Luckily, I'm really fast. And I can fly. Good I, I, I have How? these... I, I have these wraps on my forearms that kind of glow this little faint light blue color and they allow me to to fly there are just a lot of things i would do for something like that oh it's been great i love it but yeah, I'm, between me being able to fly being really quick and being able to temporarily paralyze somebody i i think i could have handled myself pretty well and, until my party showed up probably could have i have no doubt hindsight's 2020 i guess that is far truer than anyone likes to admit. So sometime in the next two, three days, Nenon is probably going to lose another king. But you didn't hear that from me. Of course not. I'm new here. I don't know anything. I do, however, know some places you could hide afterwards. I, I don't think I'll need to hide. As long as, as, long as he's taken care of, I, I don't think I'll need to hide at all. I think people would want to know who saved them. It's another story for me to tell. I take it the people are not overly fond of this nuke. Well, based on what I heard as I was leaving the Coliseum carrying Gavena, my friend Madurai, he rallied them pretty well against the king and his men. I guess so much so that the guards just backed away and, and didn't even put up a fight. Impressive. You might have a revolution on your hands. It wouldn't be the first time. You have taken part in other revolutions. Well, in, in Madurai's hometown of Lockburn, when 
the head of that city, a senator, he was trying to, I don't know if it was just one particular demon in, in, in specific or if it was to open up some kind of portal, but we had stopped him and his plan before it could really come together. But overthrowing governments, I guess, is something that Madurai has a knack for. He's actually the new senator of, of Lockburn now. Hopefully he's proving to be better and isn't trying to overthrow more governments. Uh, well, I mean, I don't think he has any intention of leading this new one, but he's, I mean, no demons are getting summoned in, in Lockburn as far as I know. Which is always a good thing. Demons getting summoned is usually when things start to get really weird and rather dangerous. Oh, I know. There, there was some other shenanigans going on there, and I, I guess... I guess I went into some kind of blind rage when I saw him summoned. Golden light was pouring from my eyes, and nobody could really stop me. Which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm such a, I can be such a powerhouse. But eventually, when when it ended, golden flames shot from my face, and I passed out. So I don't, I don't know if if that's just demons getting summoned. If there was some weird magic going on, I. I don't know, but it hasn't happened since. And just just the one time. Perhaps it has something to do with your connection to the sun god, whatever that may be. Maybe. I mean, I, I, I certainly tried to further that connection where I, when I could. There was, there was the one time on the, it's called the Isle of Shredded Winds. Uh, there was some kind of, some kind of blight affecting the jungle there, and... I was able to put some of my my key energy into the the dying trees there and kind of brought it back to life. Pelor is uh, can be also the, the god of uh, agriculture and the land as as well as the sun. Apparently, according to my friends, I'm a bit of a druid. That's accurate. It's not exactly the same as a druid, but there are some similarities. I mean, I can do some of the things my druid friend Esme can, like cause vines to rise up out of the ground and grab people and i can also heal and magic if i it's weird i can't explain how i do it because i don't know magic but apparently i do sometimes magic can be simple similar enough to divine energy that some people can detect the difference it is hard to explain though i don't i don't know it's just as I, I seemingly connect more with Pelor, this stuff, you know, I can do more stuff. I can do more things like that. And like I said, I've just been trying to be, grow that connection. And I've, I've even, I guess, started funding a reconstruction of the temple here. I guess they're building a, a big statue of Pelor above the temple. It's been covered in a, in a sheet for the past few days. I think they're going to reveal it tomorrow. I'll have to make sure I'm still around when that happens. Hopefully nothing bad happens a couple days. Oh, so you can. So, is your family around here? Are they still well? As far as I know, my mom and my younger brother, Roderick, they're still in Hayfield. And I still haven't seen my dad. I don't know where he could be. He's a traveling musician as well, like I said. And my older brother, Hobrick, I don't know where he is. I don't know if he's still in my hometown of Willowdale or if he's in the plain of Orcus. That's a, that's a whole nother thing I've got to deal with. One can only hope that he's found his path back to the side of light and the side of good. Working with work is not good. 
No, it, it's it's almost like the opposite of me. I, I know I know Orcus is very heavily involved with undead, and I can't stand the thing. I I always try to take him out wherever I go because undead are not good. Zombie, skeleton, whatever, what have you. They're so annoying. It's frustratingly hard to deal with. Deal with. Yeah, my teachings with Pilor have always taught me to to vanquish undead wherever I find them. And if he's just raising them for Orcus, I mean, I was able to magically send a message to my older brother. He went with Orcus just a couple months after I had left home all those years ago. And because of power, he wasn't tricked or anything. So I don't think he's going to find his way back on his own anytime. Sorry to hear that. It's, it's, a, it's all right. You can still hope that your reunion will go well, but it's important in times like this to remember you can't save everyone. That's the hard truth I'm, I'm learning right now. I just, when this is all over, I think I'm going to go on the road, so to speak, and try to find my friend Callie again because she was always one I could count on and, and talk to when things got tough. And you know, we've only been apart for maybe two weeks. And if things are going this downhill without her, I don't, I don't want to know what, what a whole life like that would. She is very important. Well, I think it was because when I met her, I could tell that something was wrong, that something upset her, caused her great sadness. And me being me, I wanted to fix that, bring the sunshine back. She was very doom and gloom. When we first met, I think I was able to turn her around. But she's living the life she didn't get to live now with her wife. Uh, her, she thought her wife was dead for 30 years. That must have been quite the reunion and quite the surprise. Well, that's a whole nother story. After we had fought her rival warlock the first time, she didn't come back unscathed. Feeble-minded? Essentially, she couldn't talk, she couldn't cast spells like normal. Essentially stupefied for like a month or so. And we had somebody that was almost kind of taking her place in, in our in our party while she was out of commission. And turns out that was her wife. We had no idea. Oh, small world, I guess. I guess, because that was, they got their own room that night. But short reunion the next day they had their own quests they had to go on they had to depart again and again kelly thought her wife was dead because of uh, of what we found kidnapped again thought she had died but that wasn't the case at least but that was a whole big alley i couldn't imagine thinking your wife was dead for 30 years getting reunited and then again thinking your wife was dead after that reunion i can see why she uh why she wanted to stay with her instead of us. I have no doubt that she misses you, though. And she'll be glad to see you when all of this is over. Well, I know. I've been able to send some messages to her magically. There's another temple that does that. And I've kind of become a, a VIP there of sorts. Because I always donate to the temple. When I, but I don't think I'll tell her that I'm coming. I think I'll, I'll surprise her. I'm sure she will appreciate that. I hope so. But something tells me you've still got a fair bit of work that happens. Oh, yeah, I mean, this has been the culmination of a year, and I don't I don't know how it's going to end. But if it ends poorly, I've got a trick up my sleeve. Well, 
Not really, I don't wear sleeves, but... Either way, it's always a good thing to have. Well, in that abandoned fortress where the black gunk was, there is also a horde of magic items. And thanks to Pylora, I found out what one of them was. It was a, a ring of wishes. I've got one left. That could definitely be useful to help change the tides of battle or there's much you can do with the wish. I've thought about just wishing the Duke wasn't doing what he was, but my friends warned me that wishes can backfire easily, so I have to word it very carefully. And I'll, I'll be honest, my mouth gets me into trouble more times than not. I, I sometimes don't know when to shut up. Yeah, you wouldn't be the first. I've actually gotten myself into trouble more than a few times. Yeah, I mean, it seems lately that my friends have been telling me to not talk so much, but they're not here right now, so they can't stop me. And you can trust me. Nothing you say will come back to harm you, unless you have plans to take over the world. Then we have an issue, but you strike me as a good person. Yeah, I was about to say, unless taking over the world and making people live good lives is a bad thing. You strike me more as the person who wants to spread sunshine around, which is a good thing. I wanted to do that before I knew about Pelor. And that's what drew you to him? I think so. A, a lot of what teachings, like I said, already resonated within me, so it seemed like an easy enough choice. I'm glad you found your way here, and look forward to seeing what you do in the future. As for the future, I think, I don't know if I want to travel around and make people happy that way, or I've thought about opening up my own tavern and, and having a place that people could come to when they're feeling down and have a drink, talk with friends, and, and be entertained. If I could just make people forget about what's bothering them for one second, then I know I've done a good Sounds like a noble goal indeed. If you ever open such a tavern, I will definitely make sure to come by. Well, if you ever around and you see a tavern called the Happy Halfling, that one's going to be me. I'll have to keep that in mind. I'm glad I decided to come into this tavern. It has been a pleasure meeting you. It's been a pleasure meeting you. It's I haven't told my own personal stories to people in a long time, but I think you turned that around for me. I've, I've been on a lot of adventures and a lot of things that I don't think people would quite believe anyway, and, and I think I'll start telling those stories. Even if they don't believe it, I'm sure they'll find it very entertaining. Like I said, that time I punched the dragon in the butt. Especially that one. Perhaps you can share that story when we get our next round of drinks. Well, that one, oh, that was Isle of Shredded Winds as well. It was, it was an adult red dragon that had burned the, the tribe... Ometh was from, my friend Ometh, and he was, I think, the only one who lived, but we were fighting that dragon, Madurai and Kali were casting spells, me and Ometh were up against it, him on the front, not me behind, and I think I'm the only person to have successfully stunned an adult red dragon. I believe so, the first I've heard of at least, and I've heard quite a few stories in my time. I think the even better story in that is Madurai had gotten the killing blow on the dragon and Ometh, wanting his revenge, spent enough of his magic to revive the dragon so he could kill it again and be the one to kill it. Pride causes people to do some very strange things. 
I mean, I don't, I don't blame him. That was, like I said, that was the dragon that burned his tribe, and I probably would have done the same thing if I could have. I've also heard people who, after the killing, and then I mean, they're particularly angry with. They just hack apart the corpse. None of my friends have done that, thankfully. It's gross. But I imagine it's therapeutic for them. Maybe. All we did after we killed the dragon twice, I guess. I had a bag of holding and I just, I ran through its treasure hoard and got coins which I use and I, I, I hand out pretty liberally, I think, and, and give to temples and extra to merchants selling wares. Even gave some to, to tavern owners and thanks for letting us stay there. I'm sure they appreciated that very much. Well, I mean, when you, when you got 10,000 gold pieces sitting on you and you don't know what to do with it. Fair enough. The last thing you want is someone coming along and stealing it. Yeah, no. Even if they did take it from me, they'd have to outrun me. Not even sure I could. That's saying something. Oh, you run really fast? In situations required, I can get pretty far pretty quickly. Well, maybe we can race sometime. That would be fun, as for now, I think another round of drinks and perhaps some I don't have to eat anymore, but that doesn't mean I can't. Food sounds amazing. It does. Tales of Adventure is directed and produced by me, Brianna Toiber, as part of Pseudonym Social, a creative podcast network. The music is by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. To see more of his work, visit his website at chesterstudios.net. Find out more about Pseudonym Social by visiting our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com. If you like what I'm doing and would like to support this podcast, please go to patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial and choose one of the tiers connected to Tales of Adventure. You can also leave a review on iTunes to make our show easier to find for those who need it. Hi everybody, we're Waffles Maple Syrup and we play Pathfinder 2E and all sorts of different TTRPGs. You're about to listen to our time travel homebrew campaign called Time Has Passed. Check it out! Doldren just comes charging up this way towards where uh, L ran off to and sees that rune still there and Tanigal attacking uh, L and be like, I said the rune! As he just mm. turns charges at it and I again just jumps leaps and swings with them all why would anybody want to be human that's stupid if... most people don't get a choice i mean but we did that's a lot of damage I have no weapons aside from my body. Oh dear. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> uh, oh my. You see this humanoid shape enclosed in a white robe form in the void of your dreams. As we zoom into where his face should be, there is nothing but blackness. The blackness that leaks from his hood begins to enshroud your mind, wrapping around you in this space. I need all of you to make a will saving throw. And if you like what you just heard, search Waffles Maple Syrup, one word, and give us a subscribe.